Shall we clap in? Yes, there's a fly in here. Oh! <laughs> Didn't we have a thing? A thing? Didn't we have, like, a uh, opening <laughs> Oh yeah. For this podcast? Yeah, I was, like, gonna do that, but I was just fucking around. Because um, I thought I had it written down, and oh, I cannot I've been practicing, it. so I got it. Ha, cool, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Best Boys Deep Dive, our passion project both literally and figuratively. I'm your host, Jesse. And I'm your co-host for this evening, Leo. Yeah. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah. I swear I had it written down. Mm-hmm. You ate it. You ate the <gasps> piece of paper. You know what? No, Tyler ate it. Yeah, Tyler sucks. <laughs> that was mean. So, last week... Uh, we talked about, I specifically, uh, talked for more than two and a half hours about <laughs> a direct-to-video, uh, animated movie from my childhood, and this week, stop starting me with those scissors, uh, this week <laughs> is no exception. Um, oh, fantastic. <laughs> this one, I am actually in, in the loop on, because I watched this one quite a bit as a kid as well. Yeah. One of our first inside jokes was from this movie, I was going to say, this is kind of, uh, this movie is interesting because it's sort of the birth of our friendship. Yeah, it's like, we didn't even watch it together. We just quoted the fucking no. egg song so, at each other. <laughs> so we're talking, okay, so for those, uh not in the know we're talking about the land before time to the great valley adventure uh Didn't you have that as my contact name in your phone yes for a bit? yeah <laughs> i sure did okay so um leo and i first met in um uh, uh what was it care 3d character design was that yeah it was like a 3d class? character animation class we did like maya and like right, modeling yeah. and shit and um the class was it was interesting it was interesting yeah uh, our professor carlos was an interesting dude um, yeah he just like stops teaching us like for yeah, a good month and then just, just to, like okay just to watch youtube or whatever yeah uh, and like fuck around with his like 3d printer great yeah um, whatever <laughs> i ended up dropping the class uh because i was bored with it um and I got a 97 in it, so... Uh, yeah, so we were who, on opposite ends. Who wins? Ends. Yeah, we were on the opposite ends of uh, that that array. Um, but in any event, um, Leo... I, I, I really wanted to be friends with Leo because he was the only person in the class who was very visibly, like, flagging, like, this is a gay person. Like, either this is a gay person or this person is, like very misguided in their fashion choices and yeah. hairstyling and just general everything aesthetique Sorry. yeah aesthetique so anyway what <laughs> what did you draw daffy and donald again no did you uh, draw crowley and as a rule aziraphale um i am drawing crowley i am drawing um David Tennant for the first time since I was 15, <laughs> and, uh, I got that mouth fucking perfect. Oh my god, I can't believe you, Leo. Time for them cheekbones! <laughs> I mean, shit, if you want cheekbones, you should have got more practice drawing Benedict Cumberbatch. I drew him a lot, too. God damn it. <laughs> <clears throat> 
anyway. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so I wanted to be like closer with Leo, and like we were talking for a bit, and uh, I asked him about it, like the character he was uh, designing in class, and it was a character called Egg Boy. Who is a little over the garden wall looking dude, motherfucker? Uh, yeah, with like a an eggshell for a hat, and I, I just saw Egg Boy, and the first thing that popped in my mind was the Eggs song from Land Before Time Two, The Great Valley Adventure, and so <laughs> I just said to him, Eggs, and he was <laughs> like, What? <laughs> And I was like, oh, you know, like the like the Lamp Before Time 2, the Great Valley Adventure. They have the song about eggs. And you were like, I don't remember this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought you were a fucking weirdo and we never spoke ever again. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to myself in a room right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, that. <laughs> so we just kept quoting that back to each other for like the next couple of weeks. Um we oh eggs. you came over to my house to dye eggs with me and my partner at the time and yeah yeah i played that out of like a speaker and, <laughs> and you fucking lost it oh man anyway i love you buddy excellent, my best friend ex- <laughs> excellent song yeah um, excellent egg- song oh they do say excellent oh absolutely but we'll uh, get to that yeah we'll we'll get to that so um I tried to do some... Oh, you texted me. Oh, no, it's just the thing about my computer fucking up. <laughs> Rose <laughs> on the worst phase. Oh, yeah, it's pretty bad, my friend. That's really funny. Um, so, uh, I, I like with Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers, I tried to figure out, like, uh, some behind-the-scenes uh, production history of this movie because I, I, I find that stuff, like, really interesting. Um... So, here is some inform what little information I could glean uh, of this movie. <clears throat> so it was released in 1992 uh, for a full like six or seven years after the release of the first movie, which is never a good one. Yeah, it, it's a really good. I, I love Lamb Four Time One. I, I think it's a beautiful film. Um, but I will say it's never a great sign when you release a movie six years after the original. Oh, yeah. This like, was, like, the direct sequel. Because there's, like, yeah. 500 sequels to this fucking mm-hmm. movie. Well, but, yeah, yeah. That, that is true. <laughs> Leo, I do want to ask you, how many Lamb Four Time movies are there? Your best guess. <laughs> Couldn't fucking tell you. Um, hmm. So I know the one that I stopped on when I was a kid was Land Before Time 8, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Um, are we talking movies or, like, because there's a TV show as well. There is a TV there? show, yeah. So I'm not going to count that. Like, mm-hmm. straight up, like, movie sequels. Yes, I'm gonna movie sequels. Go, I'm going to go with 15. There is 14 movies, uh, 13 of which are sequels. Shit, okay. Yeah. Um... It's Pretty interesting. Close. Yeah, it's interesting because they released, I think, part 13 in, I want to say 2007, 2008, and they didn't release another one until 2014 or 15. So they waited, like, un- they were trimming these out, like, every year or two, and then they just stopped for, like, seven years, and then yeah. they picked it back up out of nowhere, and then they stopped I- again. It's super weird. I watched, um,. Brave Little Toaster with some friends not too long ago, and we were looking oh, up did, like yeah. the history of that, 
And um, the second one, Brave Little Toaster to the Rescue, came out a full, like, almost ten years after the first one. Yeah, it did. I enjoy mm-hmm. it. But, like, that's, like, wild that it was spaced out so much. Yeah. Um, so this movie uh, was uh, released not in the cinemas, as <laughs> you could probably imagine from looking oh, at yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was uh, directed VHS and Laserdisc. Uh, cool <laughs> it was directed by roy allen smith uh who i tried to find information on like what this guy's done the only thing that he's noteworthy for in directing is land before time movies two through four and the fourth ever episode of family guy oh my god that's so funny <laughs> what an unexpected like discography i suppose yeah so like he's only he's only done like three land before time movies a random season one episode of family guy from like 1999 and then nothing since as far as i could tell at least like nothing cut it at least not like nothing of like note um so the animation for this movie was done by uh acom who i think they're south i think they're south korean animation team uh they have done uh work on the simpsons over 200 episodes of the simpsons uh wow the 90s x-men show um a lot of episodes of batman the animated series uh animaniacs the land before time movies two through six and all of season four of transformers the original uh series oh the fourth season yeah so they did some episodes of two and three um but they did all of season four so that was the season that was never aired in the U.S. That was the Headmaster really? series. That's yeah, interesting. That was, a, that was an anime. It was the Japanese show. Huh, that's really and interesting. Yeah, it was super cool. I've seen a couple of episodes of it. I didn't watch the entire thing, but the characterizations are, like, super different in the Japanese dub. And uh, just some of the stuff, the way it's translated into Japanese is just really funny. Huh, that's interesting. Like, uh, Autobots are called Cybertrons, and the Decepticons are called Destrons. It's, like... It's silly. Yeah. Um, it's also worth noting that uh, Acom was fired uh, from uh, animating Batman the Animated Series uh, for inconsistent animation in episodes such as Cat Scratch Fever and Moon of the Wolf. So Interesting. I, I just so they suck? <laughs> they don't suck. I, I really like their, um, like their character modeling and animation style. Um, maybe I, I'm... It's interesting because, like, they also animated some of the best episodes, in my opinion, of uh, Batman, including, like, the the ep- first episode with Clayface, which is a really, like, complex character to animate because he's, like, all... He's a squishy blob man. Yeah, he's all goopy. Yeah, he's all goopy. And uh, they also episode- animated the second episode, which was Christmas with the Joker, uh, which is the one that introduced uh, the Jingle Bells Batman Smells uh, thing. Huh. I did not know that. That's cool. Yeah, just tying in some little little fun facts here and there. It, of, of the voice cast, of the main core voice cast of the movie, the five main characters, uh, Candace Hudson. Huston? Hudson. I wrote it down as Huston, but I feel like that's wrong. Houston? No, well, maybe. I don't think that's how Houston is spelled, though. H-U-S-T-O-N. Yeah, I don't know. Candace Hudson. It's Hudson. I, I'm stupid. Hudson. Okay. I'm stupid. You wrote. Did you write it down wrong? Yeah, I wrote it down wrong. I wrote Huston. Uh, 
Candace Hudson uh, voiced Sarah in the original movie, and she's the only voice actress, uh, the only person involved in the original movie at all to be involved with this one. Which is really interesting to me, that, like, they couldn't get back any of the voice cast, any of the animation team, any writers, producers, anything uh, for the sequel, uh, which I think is interesting. So Jeff Glenn Bennett voices Petrie. Yes. In like a lot of them. He wasn't Petrie in the original though, right? No, he was voiced by Will Ryan in the original, um, who I only know for he voiced Rabbit from Winnie the Pooh one time in like the seventies. Oh, okay. That's cool. Um, that's all I know him for, aside from Petrie. Uh Jeff Glenn Bennett voices Petrie in all of the Land Before Time movies after the first one. He's the most consistent voice actor in all of these movies. Um, Johnny Bravo getting that uh, <laughs> getting that land before time money land before time money yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott McAfee uh, voices Littlefoot um, I don't think he's been in anything since the 90s uh, I think he's a retired voice actor but his older sister uh, Andy McAfee uh, went on a few years later to take up the role of Sarah in uh, movies 5 through the present that's cool so it's interesting to me that like the older sister goes on to voice the character later on instead of getting like a younger actress yeah i just i mean a lot of the time um women voice like young kids and like regardless of like what the gender of the character is supposed to be a lot of the times they're like cast by women that's like not at all surprising that's true yeah but like i don't know it's interesting that like three-fourths or three-fifths of the kids in Lent for time movies are typically or at least in this one are voiced by actual kids the only two that like, yeah that's true the only two that aren't are petrie and spike um yeah and and, they and have spike like... is just like yeah he just... <laughs> yeah he just makes noises he just makes little like <laughs> he just makes little like grunts and hat <laughs> Uh, and petrie has like a silly voice yeah he has a silly voice um which i will say i know you really liked petrie when you were a kid uh you had had a little crush on him i think you said i did yeah i was like four Uh uh-huh um i will say his voice gets really grating (laughs) is it does it really that's so funny that like doesn't surprise me at all to be honest it's like i feel like Maybe if it was, a if I was watching an episode of the show where it's only, like, a half hour that I have to spend with Jeff Glenn Bennett as Petrie, it would be one Mr. thing. Mr. Pete? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Pete. Pete. <laughs> that's just, that's just, like, the, the neighbor from Goof Troop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Pete. <laughs> I never watched Goof Troop. I need to watch Goof Troop. Me neither. I've heard it's good um it sounds fun yeah goof troop yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think i know is the the theme song it's with max in a deep voice saying yeah (laughs) wait that's max it's not it's like max like says it but like it's not his voice it's just like okay you know it's just like the oh yeah you know kind of yeah yeah stock um whatever and uh, Heather Hogan voices Ducky, um, taking over from Judith Barcy, which I had to, yeah, I read that, uh, the Wikipedia article on her, 
uh, the other day in preparation for this. It's a really fucking depressing story. It's absolutely very upsetting, but it needs to be addressed. Yeah, for sure. Um, and obviously, like, uh, Heather Hogan's, like, a fine actress. She does okay in this. Uh, she's she's no replacement. And it's not her fault that, like, she, you know, had to replace this, you know, actress who was had some really bad things happen to her, like, you know, in her personal life. It's not her fault that she's not as good but it, is was she a child was she, she was a child, a child yeah okay uh-huh um i was curious if they replaced um what was her name ducky the original oh yeah uh, what, judith barcy oh okay i was wondering if uh they got like an adult to replace her no and i was like of course it's gonna sound fucking weird yeah, yeah that, that sucks yeah um uh, she's like still voice acting today mostly in like a final fantasy jrpg type stuff really that's yeah interesting. she's mostly like a dub actress nowadays so she still has like a name for herself so good for her um yeah that's awesome yeah and uh rob paulson is spike not a whole lot to say there <laughs> yeah he's, he's, he just kind of goes uh he, he really collects <laughs> that paycheck but they do they do make him work in these movies because they give him like two other voices <laughs> usually they give him at least like one other person voice like per movie which I find oh, very yeah, he funny. Oh yeah, he was one of the Egg Boys. He's one of the Egg Boys. I the egg boys. Um, the movie contains original songs uh, written by uh, Irish folk trio The Roaches. Um, I was going to listen to some of their discography before recording this episode, but I forgot to. Um, but I've heard... Valid. I've heard that they're like actually really well acclaimed. Um, like they're... Uh, some of their albums have like five stars from like Rolling Stone and whatever, so like they're pretty well regarded. So it's interesting that these songs are maybe not the best written songs ever ever yeah, put to that's, film. That's totally fair. Um, but um, this is I, I found interesting and wrong. Uh, <laughs> I, cool, good so, start. The Lamp for Time Two places seventh on Games Radar's list of the 50 worst kids movies oh my god and I, it's a children's movie and here's it's thing. not that bad here's the thing. i compiled a little list of my own of movies that are on the list like below land before time 2 that i consider to be far worse than this movie uh this includes shark tale the sandlot uh, yeah. 2 that one animated Titanic movie with the rapping dog that Duddy, that Dougie McCritic reviewed that one time. And it had the horrible octopus with, like, the dog face. That was the other, uh, that was the other Titanic movie he reviewed. God, I Because hate for some reason one. there was more than one animated Titanic movie with, like, that placed a focus on, like, mice on the ship. <laughs> For some reason, that was a thing. And it's also and it's also like sort of a ripoff of uh, American Tale. Yeah, it's so weird that that's like a thing that's happened more than once. Um, but anyway, hey, is this allowed? Can we do this? <laughs> yeah, is that legal? Uh, Inspector Gadget, the one with uh, um, what's his face, Matthew Broderick. Uh, uh both baby yeah, Gen- yeah. both baby geniuses movies. Both Daddy Daycare and Daddy Day Camp, Rockadoodle, uh, the Cat in the ha- <laughs> the Cat in the Hat, the one with Mike Myers. Oh, I like Rockadoodle. Rockadoodle is is not that bad, but I will. It's definitely not 
it, it's not bad, and it doesn't deserve to be on a, a list of the 50 worst ever kids movies. And it's definitely not, but it, it's definitely not better than Land Before Time 2, I think. Oh, yeah, you are pulling this from the actual list. Okay, yeah. never mind. Um, I thought you just, like, pulled that oh, by yourself. I'm like, oh, I thought you liked it. No, the, this is not, no, the, to clarify, this is the list of movies by Games Radar. These are all the movies that are um, on the list, but were beat out by Lamb Before Time 2 for the 7th place spot. So the, gotcha, the Cat okay. in the Hat with Mike Myers, Kazam, the Shaquille O'Neal rapping genie movie, Cool. That cool. one Italian Pinocchio movie that has a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes, um, Son of the Mask, Super Mario Brothers. Oh yeah. North, remember North? Oh. Dougie McCritic's oh, yeah. review of North. I remember watching that movie with my parents. Oh really? Pretty, pretty racist. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's super racist and like. Like a ton of racism. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, it's like real bad. Yeah, Batman and Robin. It's like surprisingly bad. Yeah, Batman and Robin and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three, Turtles in Time. So all of these movies that I just listed off either have already been reviewed by Dougie McCritic, or are something that he would conceivably very likely review. Yeah. And all of them are considered by Games Radar to be better than Land Before Time 2. Which is the seventh worst. Here's the thing. I'm not even sure Land Before Time 2 is the seventh worst Land Before Time movie. That's fair. Yeah. I genuinely, I'm sure there are like... Like, I'm not for sure on that, but it's definitely not in the bottom five of Land Before Time movies. So therefore... Is it... Are you, like, pitching this episode because it's a bad movie? I'm not pitching this movie because it's a bad movie. It's because I'm, I'm pitching it as... I feel like we didn't uh, explain the show very well last week. Um, That's entirely possible. Yeah, because we just sort We're of... We're bad at this. We just sort of rolled into it. Uh, because I, I think Best Boys was a pilot. Our pilot for Best Boys was, like, very explanatory of, like, here's what the show is. It was a full, like, pitch for the show, basically. And then yeah. the pilot... It's hard to get a pitch in when you're actually doing the damn thing. Yeah, uh, so the pilot for Deep Dive was sort of just, like, doing a regular episode. So the show... It's like an example. Yeah. This, uh, this show is basically, like, we're looking at things we're passionate about. It could be a movie, or it could be a series of movies. It could be a TV show. It could be a video game. It can be a comic book. It can be... A method of animating a... <laughs> type of uh historical code for hollywood movie directors i'm getting into the history side of shit i'm gonna get real for sure it could be academic it could be just something interesting and fun that we want to talk about it's whatever um so no i do not think land before time 2 is a bad movie i don't think it's a very good movie but i don't think it's bad i i think it's its biggest crime that it commits is being a sequel being a sequel (laughs) being a sequel to like a pretty artsy film to being a very beautiful touching movie uh that touches on some really heavy uh themes and is really emotional and defined a lot of childhoods and then the sequel is like way dumbed down for like a preschool audience very goofy just like and like that's I'll, i'll give you that but like there are there's 14 of these movies and 
Um, There's bound to be worse ones. Oh, for, for sure. sure. I'm going to say, like, I'm going to go ahead and say, like, the third one is definitely worse than the second one. <laughs> and what was the third one? What was that one called? Uh, the Time of the Great Giving. It's one where it's the one where there there's no water in the Great Valley anymore, and they have some bullies. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it's just sort it, it's a movie where nothing happens ultimately. I'll yeah, also I say that, that movie nine is also worse because uh, I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember the Rob Paulson Rainbow Dolphin being incredibly annoying. Um. I don't remember, like, anything about that film, but that sentence is just the fucking worst. Yeah, um... Rob Paulson, Rainbow Dolphin. Yeah, uh... There's a movie called Invasion of the Tiny Sources, and even as a kid, I remember just thinking that title was incredibly cringy and uh, annoying. Oh, yeah, I thought it was really dumb. Yeah. Um, that was around the time I started to check out of the, the series, um... But yeah, like, th- this is not the worst Land Before Time movie. It's not one of the worst kids' movies ever made. It's just not particularly, like, a very well-made, well-structured film. It's not a masterpiece, but it's For not sure. trying to be. Yeah, it's a it's a very, like, cute... It, it's a cute little innocent film. There's nothing, like, inherently, like, terrible about it. Although, <laughs> I will say... Although... If we're rolling into this movie, which I guess uh, we probably should at this point... Um, Yep, the the, nit, the nitty and the gritty. This movie does open with like a very cartoonish uh, universal intro. Um, like it it opens with like the the universal um, Earth logo sort of, and then like a little cartoon airplane flies around and like is like, oh hello, I'm a little cute airplane because it's like the oh you know what I remember that because it was like the kids version. Yeah, it's the un- it's universal like cartoon division or whatever um and it's like it really uh like it's only here to remind you hey this movie is for preschoolers what are you doing grown adult woman watching this <laughs> yeah like, that like mo- i'm that, going that through is- a quarter life crisis damn it leave me alone it's definitely like a hey yeah you know what you're getting into yeah <laughs> settle i feel like that should have been like the first warning uh to the people being like this movie sucks and whatever like yeah. This movie's very clearly for ch- for small children. So, the opening narration, because all these movies have an opening narration, and they all kind of read about the same. And it's... Long ago, in a big old fat valley, pretty there much, was a it's, ton of fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. And they were all very good friends. Yeah, it always opens with, like, you know, many eons ago... The Earth was young, <laughs> you know. It just fuck. <laughs> I forgot to say eons. Yeah, yeah, that would definitely be yeah, in the, that. <laughs> and it's um, I, I it's the voice of uh, John Ingle, uh, who does the narration for these uh, for these movies. He's also the voice of Daddy Tops. <laughs> so <gasps> Daddy Tops narrates these movies in like a very calm, soothing voice, but then whenever he has to be Daddy Tops, he's like, "Mm, Sarah, mm, I'm a big racist. Yeah, I was about to say, hey, I'm racist. (laughs) It like says on this dude's Wikipedia article that he's fucking racist. That's so funny. Yeah. um, Daddy Tops has been diagnosed with racism. (laughs) Um, 
so uh, <laughs> also it's really funny because he's at one point he says uh, that the Great Valley is safe from predators, but he says it as predators, which I predators. thought was very funny, <laughs> like that little little sort of accent. Um, but he introduces all the characters, and we roll into the first song, uh, which is "Peaceful Valley," and it's all just about how they they like living in the Great Valley, and it's real good, and it, they're having fun. And look, I and s- nothing bad ever happens. And look, I sang along. I'm not ashamed to admit it. <laughs> I sang along to this damn song. <laughs> it's probably like pleasant it's probably it's like cute. a fine fucking it's very cute it's like it's not i'll say it's not the best sung song i've ever heard uh because it is mostly sung by children and jeff glenn bennett doing a horrible little petri voice <laughs> i like don't even know how to even begin to replicate petri's voice god me fucking either i just tried to and i was like shit i don't know how i could do it <laughs> it's like in my brain yeah like i can I hear know, it i don't know if i can summon petrie i don't know what he yeah. says uh it's mostly like oh he talks in like broken English, yeah doesn't he, he talks like elmo that's the, that's the thing I, I was trying to like explain earlier how he's like a little bit grating it's like elmo is a lovely little character i like elmo from sesame street a lot i think he's very cute but if i had to he... hear a full hour of elmo just saying a big friend to everyone and whatever i would like want to strangle him by the end of it yeah i, think I that's would fair. i would start looking for the nearest window so i could throw both myself and him out of it <laughs> oh no <laughs> he can't fly can he that sucks <laughs> what did you think elmo could fly oh i thought you were talking about petrie still no i'm talking about grover no, no! not grover elmo what the fuck? Grover can Can't fly. Keep your own story straight. Grover can fly. He's super Grover. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm trying to summon a Petri impression. I'm gonna give it a shot. <laughs> Let's hear it. Wasn't he like? <sighs> hmm. He was like a coward, wasn't he? That was like a thing. Yeah, he was definitely like a little chicken boy. He can fly now. Uh, that was his arc in the first movie. Was that he couldn't yeah. fly, but then he learned at the end. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He because I remember a lot of shots of them on like you know falling off of cliffs or whatever and he'd just be mm-hmm. like petri no like yeah like, <laughs> oh that's good that was it wasn't it yeah, yeah. that actually sounds a lot like petri from the first movie um uh, i think jeff jeff bennett's voice is a bit more annoying <laughs> yeah i think it's I, definitely I like remember them it's more nasally maybe i remember them like sounding similar i don't remember it being particularly nasally it had something no- to it maybe not nasally but like there's sort of some sort of there's some sort of like grime or something in the back of his throat. There's a it little sounded... bit of a, you know what? There's kind of a gravel, I think. Like he just goes, Ugh. yeah, yeah. There's it's like slightly Ugh. gritty. Yeah, his voice is slightly gritty sounding. Yeah. so he's like kind of cutesy and like talks not so great because I think they're like they're still kids. Like yeah. he's still like a kid, even though he's voiced by like a grown-ass adult person yeah he's voiced by johnny bravo as he said earlier yeah oh my god he's voiced by johnny bravo and fucking prowl from transformers animated yeah (laughs) um petri no light (laughs) that's really fucking good (laughs) um littlefoot kill your parents (laughs) yeah 
Now it's starting to sound like Skeletor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it's me, Petrie. <laughs> I'm gonna kill the sharp tooth and then I'll <laughs> I'll tame the sharp tooth and then he can kill Key Man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sans Undertale. Say... <laughs> Hang out with oh, me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hit that bong. <laughs> anyway, so I want to say that, like, the, the animation of this movie is not stellar. And I feel like part of that is I'm comparing it to the animation from the first movie, which is, you know, it's Don Bluth. Um, yeah, it's like... It's, you know, it's... It's good. It's, it's widely really, regarded as being a well-animated film. Yeah, I don't think that's, like... it's fucking beautiful. Um, but, like, the animation is definitely, like, not to that caliber. Um, the, the There's a whole lot of shading in, like, the character models. It's, like, very, like, flat. Uh, I remember that. And the, the colors were very saturated. They weren't, like... I'll say that they're kind of desaturated. They're definitely more saturated in, like, the later movies. But there's sort of no color palette to this movie i've noticed um really okay yeah i'll say uh, sort of a, a little bit of a spoiler i guess for future films or future episodes of these films uh that we're, we'd be doing uh i i think the director of movies five onward has a bit more of a, a handle on like color theory like aesthetic choices aesthetic choices yeah there's a lot more like sunsets and like striking color choices in like particularly five and six i remember um and then they just switched out uh animation studios um for like seven onward so they just dropped the fucking ball on that one yeah so they went uh to a different art style completely um in any event uh the backgrounds in this movie though are really pretty to look at like they're they're all sort of like uh they look i'm not sure if they're painted or if they're like oil or something but they look they're really probably nice. painted yeah they're probably painted that's like i mean they put like the clear shit on top, oh yeah so. I, I mean i'm in like watercolor or like acrylic i'm not sure like like what kind of paint it was but like it looks very pretty i think um, I want to say a lot of uh, backgrounds are actually done with like acrylic or gouache paint. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if that's entirely accurate though. Yeah. So it, it is at this point that we are introduced uh, to Ozzy and Strut, uh, the 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 best characters in the movie. Like, let's be real. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely the funniest. Um, uh also i didn't mention this up top but like there <laughs> I, I wrote down in my notes grandpa Longneck looks like my dad and i don't know what to do with that information i don't know what <laughs> what kind of freudian whatever you want to read into that um but it's definitely oh, you like mean grandfoot grandfoot looks like your your dad <laughs> fucking grandfoot littlefoot's grandpa grandfoot <laughs> <laughs> You fucking idiot. You thought you couldn't reference that joke? <laughs> I forgot about it. <laughs> I forgot. So Leo did a bit to me the other day about how he, he and his friends call, call him Grandfoot. <laughs> and I think it's the funniest shit in the world. 
It's so funny. It's, it's like his name is Littlefoot. Wouldn't it be funny if his dad's name is Bigfoot and then mm-hmm. his grandpa's name is Grandfoot? Yeah. We do meet uh, Bigfoot in uh, a later movie and he's voiced by Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> he's named- Mr. Lost Boy himself, Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> god, he probably got that so much in high school. Oh my god. Oh god, poor dude. You're <laughs> absolutely right. Have you ever seen that video of him drunk at a Christmas party jumping into a Christmas tree? Yeah, he like tackles a tree. It's so funny. <laughs> my mom was really into Keeper Sutherland when I was in, like, god, I think middle school because she was really into 24. Mm, so yeah. yeah, I sure saw that video when I was like. <laughs> When I was younger. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, Ozzy and Strutt, uh, voiced again by Jeff Bennett and Rob Paulson doing British accents. Aussie! <laughs> it's, yeah, it's weird. Aussie! <laughs> it's weird to me that accents exist in Pangea. Yeah, yeah, fucking, <laughs> fucking England exists. <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, Can you fucking imagine? Oh yeah, we we just came over for some uh, for some <laughs> fishing for, for some fishing crisps crisps and uh, it's chips. No, well yeah, but like chips, like potato chips are called crisps. Oh okay, I thought you were trying to say fish fish and chips. And I, I know, was like, but there there's chip. also like fish and crisps. I think, I think that's a thing. Uh, uh, anyway. Ron Paulson doing a British accent, it just sounds like Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's almost the exact same voice. <laughs> um, I mean, can you blame him? It works. And it is, of course, with this, <laughs> with this, with this first introduction to these characters that we get our first... Ex- Villain song! No, not yet. Oh. That's, that's, that's a bit later. You're jumping the gun there. Damn, um, I wanna I wanna talk about this song so we're, badly. We're it's getting so to, funny. We'll get to it. The sound effects and like the sound mixing in this movie is so ingrained in my brain. Because I watched the movie so many times when I was a little kid that like You know what? I would probably have that same experience. The sound of like just the footsteps or like uh like a tree like like leaves rustling or like a character chewing a leaf or Fuck all of the leaf eating. Like, yeah. When I watched Land Before Time as a kid, I ate so much lettuce because I was like, "I'm gonna eat this fucking tree star." Yeah. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you ever try to like eat a regular leaf and then you're like, "This tastes like shit." No, I wasn't a fucking dumbass. Oh well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the so. I, Remember, so the movie, the, the first movie, The Land Before Time, from 1988, directed by Don Bluth, produced by Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. Um, uh-huh, that one. Yeah, the entire, like, you know, theme and structure of it, it's a coming-of-age movie about, like, you know, these kids who are all lost and alone. It, it's like Stand By Me, but with dinosaurs. Or maybe it's not. I don't know. I haven't seen Stand By Me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there is a dead body, but it's Littlefoot's mom. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, they're all alone, and... They... Sasha really likes Stand By Me, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know she does. Um, but uh, they're all alone, and one of them's a racist against the others. They're all, like, <laughs> different dinosaur ethnicities, and they... <laughs> 
Leo's losing his shit at dinosaur ethnicities. Yeah. <laughs> I think we might have found the title for this episode already. <laughs> dinosaur ethnicities. <laughs> so that's so funny. And it's you know it's they're trying to find their way home to their families, and it's very touching and moving and beautiful. And Leo's doing a dumb little bit with his pencil. You're <laughs> not supposed to look at me. <laughs> Stop perceiving me! What am I, why am I not supposed to look at you? We're on a video call. I, I, I have to... I can't just, like... If you're gonna be rattling off about this movie, I need to have something to keep me off. No, go right ahead. I... <laughs> but also, I should be allowed to make fun of you. Because you make fun of me constantly. I exist to make fun of you. You do. You sure do. Anyway, so the... The plot of that movie was all of that, what I just said. And the plot of this movie is, Littlefoot's tired of being a kid. He wants to grow up. No, you don't, you fucking idiot. Yeah, because growing up fucking sucks. And, like, Grandfoot tries to tell him that. <laughs> he's, Grandfoot's like, hey, don't. He's like, <laughs> hey, it sucks, dude. Grandma Longneck and Grandfoot are both just like, hey, listen, you think you want to grow up, like, right now. But trust me, you fucking don't. You'll, it sucks real bad when you <laughs> when you grow up you'll just wish you were young again and fuck if that ain't true yeah absolutely um <laughs> you know what no i never wish that i was a child again i i've been depressed until like four years ago i'm totally fine that's being an fair adult. that's fair also yeah. i can get drunk as shit legally and like live with my partner and like you know i love being an adult actually you like, know what being an yeah adult fucking slaps I, I was watching a video about like uh it was super not related to this it was about like movies and whatever but he just went on a weird tangent out of nowhere like this existential tangent about family and like having kids and like <laughs> growing up and whatever <laughs> it was really nice but anyway he starts talking about like um you know being a kid fucking sucks because you can't do anything you're just constantly like at the you, everything you do is at the whim of just someone else sometimes yeah. like really cool people but a lot of the times just absolute shitheads and when you become a, I like an adult i like felt that as a kid yeah. i like felt like because you can't like how... go anywhere without your parents uh or like, i like hated being a kid yeah. i'm so glad i'm a fucking adult john mulaney has a bit where like he was the little kid and he walked uh into like a supermarket or whatever and the cashier just turned him and said no and he left <laughs> oh my god poor thing <laughs> like that sucks but it's so funny <laughs> he just goes oh okay because <laughs> i'm not well, supposed to be here <laughs> guess i'll fucking die <laughs> Um, so Lilfo runs on with his friends, uh, to play a game where they roll rocks down a hill, um, which is not Sounds a very, very good game. Sounds very safe. Here's the thing, there's a nest at the, at the bottom of this hill, and a, like, a mom dinosaur comes up and it's like, hey, fucking, you're gonna kill my babies if you don't knock this shit off. Hey, cut that shit out, or my kids will literally die. Yeah, holy shit. They almost commit... <laughs> they almost commit infanticide. Oh my I god. I wrote that down. Cool. I wrote that down as, like, Littlefoot and Sarah almost accidentally committed infanticide. <laughs> Which is such a sentence. Oh, yeah. Um, 
but Grandfoot will have words about that. <laughs> Listen to this movie is don't kill infants. This movie's secretly pro-choice. Oh no. Or no, it's pro-life, unfortunately. Um but no, so <laughs> although the rock rolling does it, it is useful because it deters Ozzy and Strut because the rocks land on their head and knocks them out and it's I can, like, hear the sound effects of that, and they're yeah. being like, oh, and like, it, like, the rock lands on his head, and, like, uh, uh, Ozzy, like, the egg rolls out of his hand and, like, lands back in the nest, and, like, the rock bounces off his head and lands in his hand, and it doesn't look, and he just bites into it, and he just goes, oh! Oh, fuck! Oh, I'm Jeff Bennett! Oh, bloody hell! <laughs> no, he sounded more posh. Yeah. Um, uh, Mr. Mr. Rob Strut. Wilson Strut was the is one. like, hey Ozzy, <laughs> hey Ozzy, what are we doing tonight? Same thing we do every night, Strut. Try to take <laughs> over the eggs. <laughs> Try to eat all of these fucking eggs. <laughs> it's Ozzy and the Strut. It's Ozzy and the Strut. <laughs> the worst TV show in the fucking universe. God, can't you imagine a show of like just these clowns? <laughs> I watch it so much. It's interesting. That, like, these characters never... I would never draw fan art of this, these fucking characters. These characters never show up. Oh. Oh, fuck, that reminds me. Okay, so, I was about to say these characters never show up again. And that technically is true, because even though a lot of characters um, from Land Before Time movies show up in uh, either later movies or the TV show or whatever, these characters never reappear again, even in the TV show. Which I always thought they interesting. They fucking died. Well, they sort of get like chased off by the sharp teeth at the end of the movie, uh, so it's kind of implied that they just get eaten off screen. Oh no, that's funny. But here's the thing. So I was on the Land Before Time wiki. Um, so there, there's a cameo, of a very brief appearance of two Struthiomimuses, um, Struthiomimai. I don't know. Um, in Land Before Time. 4. Dinosaurs. The plural is dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck. I'm so glad that someone agrees with me that like that's such a, a funny and memorable line from Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Because like I would do that to my parents and they'd be like, "What's that?" And I'd be like, "It's the it's the little DNA dude from Jurassic Park." And they'd be like, "I don't get it." And I'm like, how the fuck do you not get it? It's the DNA dude from from Jurassic Park who says dinosaurs. Yeah, how do you, like, not think that that's the funniest shit in the world? It's funny. It's a funny little accent. Anyway, so they, uh, two Struthiomimuses who look similar to Ozzy and Strut appear in uh, Land Before Time 4 for a brief second. And there's some, there's a bit of debate in the Land Before Time fandom, which does exist, um whether or not these characters are Ozzy and Strut. And here, I want to read you a comment from the Land Before Time wiki page for these characters. This is a comment left in 2017 by Dark Intentions, is the user's name. Hmm, okay. Uh, I loved these guys as a kid. Ozzy, presumably named for Henry Fairfield Osborne, the man who identified and named the Struthiomimus species and Strut for the species name. The genius shit one can discover in children's films as an adult. I love huh, these guys that, as a kid. That actually is really interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. He repeat- That's like a cool little reference. Yeah. Uh, I love these guys as a kid. He says it again. Uh, <laughs> they were unique antagonists. 
As for the Struthiomimus cameo in 4, in spite of the con constant color character color shifts throughout the installments of the franchise, I disagree that either of the two seen running by in the Old One's Tale of the Valley of the Mists was Ozzy or Strut. Both had light gray accents. Ozzy's accent was an ashy gray, and Strut's a quite lovely mossy brown, very symbolic of the fact that he prefers exclusively a herbivorous diet. From what I can tell from all existing Struthiomimus cameos, Strut's accent color stands on its own. It's never seen apart from him. That light gray accent seems to be the default. I'd, lo I'd have loved for Ozzy and Strut to appear again. I've come up with a headcanon story that I idealize. So, <laughs> it gets better. Here's his headcanon of, like, what becomes of Ozzy and Strut after their uh after the end of land before time 2 i am on the edge of my fucking seat after the events of land before time 2 strut sees ozzy uh that's rob paulson the uh vegetarian uh sees the weenie guy the weenie guy yeah sees ozzy sees ozzy as the dangerous psychopath that he is but is unable to muster up the courage to ditch him until he finally meets a female by the name of ruth or as he commonly or as he, he comes to commonly call her ruthie who shares his preference for the herbivorous diet they become mates and move to the great valley where they hatch a daughter named ivy and a son named theo who becomes members of littlefoot's gang strut is adamant that ozzy is to never come anywhere near his children with his vile and dangerous influence to the comments are like oh that's interesting <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why that was the funniest part <laughs> like it's one thing it's one thing if this person is just like screaming into oblivion like aussie fox aussie fox no strut that's essentially fox. What this no you're right you're right strut fox strut fox ruthie yeah, apparently. Who's like, a character that we've never heard of? <laughs> so he just... It's their, OC, it's their self-insert. Yeah, well, I don't know. Because Dark Intention sounds like such an edgelord dude's name. You'd be surprised. That's true. I don't know. But it, yeah, it, it, there's so much to unpack there. The fact that like the female character has to save him from like his trauma or whatever. That she only oh, yeah. exists to like... Yeah, that sucks. Are you, like, critiquing the, like, <laughs> misogynist aspects of this person's dumbass Land Before Time 2, the Great Valley Adventure headcanon? Yeah, Mon I'm, frere? I'm, I'm, I have, uh, I take umbrage with some of their, uh, ch some of their choices in their fanfiction, uh, because it's a little, it has some problematic, in, uh, aspects to it, I think. Yeah, it's misogynist and bad and just like stupid. Like why? So, I just yeah, want the fucking worse. Can we move on? I just wanted to get that out there. I thought it was very funny. I just wanted to share that with you and the listeners. Um, thank you for that. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Doctor Phil voice. Thank you for that. So this is after. Uh, so after the mom dinosaur is like, "Hey, stop almost killing my kids." Uh, <laughs> Ducky suggests. Ducky suggests that they place sharp tooth attack, which I think is in very poor taste. 
considering Littlefoot's mom was literally murdered by a sharp tooth. Yeah, that's... Hmm. And considering that he's still a young kid, I can't imagine that that much time has passed between movies one and two. And even if it has, he was a kid when his mom was murdered. Like, that Like, in front of him. him. Yeah, she died in front of him. Like, that sits with you. And she's like, yeah, let's just play a fun game of sharp tooth attack. Like, that's kind of fucked up. (laughs) Like, that's like saying, like, hey, William, you want to hang out and talk about Pearl Harbor? Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, it's... Let's dig up all of your trauma. There's there's a lot going on there. Um, So, the, uh... I'll just say that the plot, like, really meanders and, like, does nothing of interest until Chomper shows up. Um, which oh, is fuck, like he was in this. Yeah, <laughs> he he shows up at like the halfway mark, but until then, it really is sort of just like nothing going on. Um, except for there's a little bit of excitement that we're about to about to have. Um, so Sarah, so they they decided that the best place they could play sharp tooth attack is on the other side of the sinking sands. Um, cool. Because in these movies, like everything is like every word is like babyfied in some way so like rain becomes sky water and uh yeah the that's very uh that's very warrior cats with like the the road being referred to as like the thunder path or yeah whatever. which is fucking dope by the way yeah that's cool thunder like path that. is like super cool yeah but mm, but yeah it, it's just there's a lot of like mm, just come on like, th- I know this movie's from yeah. preschoolers, but, like, you can say rain. You know? Yeah, preschoolers know what rain is. Preschoolers definitely know what quicksand is, because it's, like, in every kid's show ever. I, like, definitely thought I was gonna get eaten by quicksand when I was a kid. Yeah, that's, like, one of John Mulaney's, like, first stand-up bits, is, like, <laughs> uh, quicksand is less of a problem than I thought it was gonna be in adulthood. <laughs> I, uh, I thought I was going to be, based on all of those, uh, like, things that we had to deal with in uh in like preschool and like elementary school and shit i thought that i was going to be offered drugs and on Mm. fire a lot more than i ever was in my life have you ever seen or heard of anyone who has actually stopped dropped and rolled no i have not because i don't know anybody that's ever been on fire i honestly (laughs) don't know if that's even effective because it doesn't like thinking about it now it doesn't sound that effective but i don't want to like uh you know deter anyone from using a tactic that could possibly save their lives anyway um completely off topic but anyway oh yeah (laughs) uh, (laughs) so but uh littlefoot is like oh i don't know if we should if we should cross the sinking sands because that's like dangerous and i remember this scene Mm -hmm. i remember them getting stuck And Sarah says that she can cross the singing sands with her eyes closed, which prompts Petrie to try walking with his eyes closed, and it leads him into bumping into Spike, which startles both of them for some reason. Like I said, the, it really nothing happens for, like, a good long while. Um, uh, Sarah calls them uh, scaredy eggs for not, uh, <laughs> for not going with eggs scaredy eggs is uh i don't know what to make of that i'm definitely like 
It's supposed to be, like, babies. I, I know, like, you know, it's, like, or scared. It's sort of somewhere between scaredy cats and, like, babies. Yeah. But also... Still, like, dumb. <laughs> yeah, like... I don't know. You don't, you don't call someone, like, a cowardice fetus, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically the equivalent, you know? <laughs> if somebody called me a cowardly fetus fetus my wig would be hurled into the rafters you'd be snatched bald <laughs> um so they uh they start to cross the singing sand sarah goes first and we get the first uh edition of sarah's i guess this is her classic catchphrase because i hear this in like all of the sequels she says he whenever she does something like Whenever she makes a, a sort of, like, big jump, or she, like, goes to ram her horn into something, she goes, he. I think I remember that. Like, it was something that I never noticed when I was a kid, but, like, watching these movies now, I'm like, she does say he a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> She really likes he, man. <laughs> he. It just makes me think of, like, the... <laughs> it just makes me think of he. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is which is from like a, a bootleg knockoff of the Land Before Time. Um, you mean that wasn't? You mean that wasn't uh, the real one? You mean that wasn't uh, Don Bluth? Yeah, hell yeah, I got some bad news for you. Um, I for one am shocked. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I we're not talking about that movie today, Leo. We're talking about a different movie. God. Anyway. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. Continue. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, so. It's whatever. They all start to cross the sinking sand. And uh, they all start sinking, which <laughs> might surprise you to, to Surprising know. absolutely no one. And Petrie does this bit where he just tries to figure out what to do for, like, maybe 10, 20 seconds. Where he's just like, wait, what do I do? What do I do? I'll pull you. No, I'm not strong enough. Wait, I'll call for help. No, I can't. We're not supposed to be here. And he just, like, keeps, like, yelling at himself, like, oh, God, what do I do? Sort of. <laughs> like, he just has, like, a full panic attack. Um, Petrie's character just seems to be, like, having a panic attack. <laughs> kind of, yeah. That's, like, his whole thing. Yeah. Um, they're, they're pulled out by their uh, parents, who are very unhappy. And we cut to later. The sun is setting. And <laughs> it's a wide shot of the valley. And there's a bunch of dinosaurs that are just, like, statues. Like, they're not moving. And then a few frames later, they start moving. And there's... <laughs> so they just sit there, like, just doing nothing. They're waiting for their cue. To, like, like, the director going, action. And now. <laughs> action. Like, <laughs> you didn't hear the first time. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I got to run across the valley. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Um, it's just something that, like, I, I picked up on while watching. I was like, wait a minute. They definitely, like, stumble to move. The they definitely don't move when they're supposed to here. <laughs> um, so, like, oh, shit. So The boss will yell at me if I don't start walking. We, we see Ozzy and Strut again and Strut uh, before he meets Ruthie says <laughs> tells, oh yeah tells ozzy that he's exhausted poetic cinema and then leah we get the musical number the second yes. song of the movie eggs yes 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 the best song in the world 
when I wake up, first thing I do, eggs. eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Is to look around for something to chew. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> 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 Feeding myself is very, very tricky because you see. I'm ridiculously picky! <laughs> Eggs. <laughs> oh man. Uh, to feel them, smell them, oh, crack, crack them, them all! Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear the, the audio feedback of that. Oh my god. Because <laughs> I've got headphones on, I can barely hear myself, so that'll be fun. <laughs> Same. Oh my god, I wonder what my roommates think of me. <laughs> Tyler's in the other room, like, just like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I don't care what my roommates think of me. They kind of suck. Anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, so this is interesting. This is one of the few times that they actually say the name of... A dinosaur species in the movies because it, the song has the lyric this struthiomimus won't settle for the dregs um so it, which is interesting that like they mostly refer to them as like three horns long necks you know whatever spike tails and then you get struthiomimus <laughs> just out of they nowhere could, they like straight up just could not think of some bullshit like <laughs> yeah Later, later on they call egg them boys. Egg, later on they call them egg stealers, um, but I guess it's not like as not quite the same ring to it as like three horn or long neck. Yeah, I always thought that those names were like kind of cool, actually. Like yeah, they were like accurate enough that you knew what they were talking about, but it was still like I don't know, vaguely mystical sounding. Mm-hmm. Because like, I don't know, they're stupid dinosaurs. <laughs> they don't know anything. <laughs> like yeah. It, of course there would be like some mystery to that sort of thing yeah um this is something uh i picked up on after uh when i was in high school i watched uh mars girl uh he used to be on channel awesome uh alongside dougie mccritic uh she isn't anymore uh because no one is <laughs> no one's uh with dougie mccritic anymore except for himself and his dumb little friends um but anyway, uh, she did, like, a retrospective of, like, all these movies uh, when I was in, like, middle school, high school. And I watched them uh, at that point. And I was going through, like, a real every movie is terrible phase. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, um, partially because of people like Dougie McCritic. Mm-hmm. Um, and something she pointed out in these movies, at least I think it was her, was that all the song numbers in, in these movies have terrible choreography and, like, blocking like, the animation of, like, there's no, like, bi- like, there's no dances, really. It's just the characters, like, shuffling around from, like, side yeah, to they side. Like, and just they, like, circle each other a lot. I there's remember. a lot of, yeah, walking around each other, just singing at each other like it's, a, like it's a stage show, which isn't bad, but it's not very interesting to look at from an animation standpoint. There's definitely more oh, yeah. they could do with it, um, which they do do in later movies, starting with, like, I think particularly movie five um i really think that the guy who started directing these movies after roy allen smith is more competent director uh but we'll get to that another day um that seems to be the case yeah there's just a lot of shuffling around and like 
a lot of hand movements and like yeah i'm singing doing a little dance i sure am singing <laughs> you know it's that that's the whole thing um so the song ends and it's like because i remember i don't know if that's if it's just the dvd version i have or if the movie's always been like this and i just didn't notice i remember the musical number having sort of a fade from like the sunset to nighttime like everything's tinted blue yeah so like you know gradually over the course of the song it eventually becomes night um but instead in this version it's the song ends and then hard cut everything is tinted blue so almost implying that either nighttime happened like that or they just waited on that mountaintop for like a couple more hours for the sun to set i guess I mean, after that musical it's, number like it's possible <laughs> like what do you do after you like pack it in for a music number you just like stand there it's like so uh what are we gonna do <laughs> yeah so what's it's your plan <laughs> same thing we do every night strut <laughs> try to steal some eggs <laughs> eat some baby dinosaurs yeah god um so Littlefoot goes to sleep and then Sarah wakes him up and she and she goes like and she's like telling him like shh keep it down like we don't want to wake up we don't want to let anyone know what we're doing we gotta sneak out it's important we have to talk and Littlefoot goes we have to talk now like really <laughs> loud he's dumb as shit <laughs> yeah I think I remember Littlefoot being like really fucking stupid yeah um so they call a meeting on top of a a mountain not the same mountain that they were just having a musical number on it's a different mountaintop um and sarah basically gives them a little speech of fuck adult lives oh yeah <laughs> and uh they she asked them like i i think i bet you all went through like the same speech i got and they all say like yeah we we all got like you know it's it's too dangerous to wander far from the herd you know we gotta be careful and Sarah says, oh, yeah, I got, uh, don't hang around long necks, big faces, and spike tails. <laughs> big faces? What? That's Ducky's, uh, thing. Because, like, <laughs> because in the first movie, she's called a, she, like, her species is called a big mouth instead of a duck bill. That, I, that apparently didn't come till later, I think. Yeah, I remember them being called duck bills. I thought you said big face. Yes. Not beak. Yes. Big, as in large. Yes. Oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah. That's so mean. It sounds like an actual slur for a yeah, group it, of people. It sounds like, I don't know, really dinosaur racist. Yeah. Like, it sounds really racist against a specific dinosaur all, ethnicity. They all, <laughs> and they all give her the same expression of like, what the fuck? Dude, like, what the fuck is wrong with your dad? And she's just like, oh well, you know. Like she sort, of, she sort of like, you know how he is. Sort of is like the expression. And hey, uh, uh, can Sarah have an arc where she stands up to her fucking racist ass dad? We sort of get that in the next movie, actually. I was, being, I was gonna say, like, I feel like I remember that happening, but like, good lord, like. Yeah. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, my dad's just like that. Like, no, stick up for your friends. Yeah, it's wild. Um, so they decided they're going to run away from home and just hang out on this mountaintop forever. And I will say it's a cool little mountaintop. They, they say it's like a cool hideout that, like, 
you know, uh, they're up real high so they can look out over, you can see the entire valley and, like, no one can see they're up there because, like, there are rocks in the way and whatever. It's a yeah. cool hideout. They never use it again after this scene. Like, oh, not, yeah. not only do they not use it in any future movies, they don't use it in any future scene in this movie. Yeah. Which is really interesting and weird considering that, like, you know, there's so much, like, keeping a secret and whatever in this movie. Like, they have to, like, hide Chomper and whatever. Do it on the mountaintop. Why not do that? That's true. That's true, like, yeah. Why not? Why hide in just, like, some... Oh, we'll just hide in some brush, you know, so, like, no one will notice. We're just hanging out in some bushes and shrubbery and whatever. Like, just hang out on the mountaintop. Just go up there. That is I guess weird. They just, I guess they just didn't want to, like... <laughs> they didn't want to exhaust themselves by, like, walking so much, I guess. Um... So Ozzy and Strut uh, steal Ducky's uh, baby sibling egg. Uh, oh my god, that sucks. Yeah, and she's like, she and she's yelling at them like, "Give back my baby brother or sister!" Like, um, and it's like bold of you to assume that this baby is not going to be non-binary, Ducky. Uh, or born period i yeah. think should be the issue damn yeah exactly like jeez this movie really says uh pro pro life it's kind of the vibe of getting unfortunately oh my god uh we, we i don't think it's that deep it's but... not that deep but like there's i feel like this movie would be used by like cr- christian parents as like a see little foots onto it See, Littlefoot is pro-life. Little, Littlefoot's on our side. Grandfoot's with us. <laughs> um, Grandfoot wants to restrict fucking reproductive rights. So there's a bit where they're they're chasing Ozzy and Strut like into the mysterious beyond, um, which is the which is what they always call uh, anything outside of the Great Valley is always the mysterious beyond. I remember Which that. Is, I thought it, I always thought it was cool. It, it is cool, yeah. Um, it gets a little lame-ish when <laughs> we'll get to it another day. There's a movie where they—it's just about aliens. <laughs> we'll get to it another day. It's a, a another another day, another day, another day. <laughs> I remember the big freeze where they had to go out into the mysterious beyond, and there was that, like, shitty old uh, Triceratops dude that was like, yeah, I did whatever, whatever. Oh, yeah, Mr. Thicknose. Yeah, and he, like, super lied about fucking everything. Yeah, he was just, like, just constantly, like, bullshitting everyone. Like, oh, yeah, all right. I remember, it, it's I remember, like it's like Owl talking about his great uncle Robert. Like half the things he says is probably bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember the specific scene where they were like, "How many times have you been in the Mysterious Beyond?" And he goes, "Counting this trip, once." Like, <laughs> yeah, like he fuck you, dude. These yeah, are you're... children. You are yeah. like leading these children to their deaths. Yeah, God, I for- I remember that. Yeah. God, I forgot that that was uh, Mr. Thicknose's arc in that movie. Be a fucking liar. <laughs> it's like, he's a liar, and hey, maybe don't be a liar. <laughs> was, his, uh, was, his, was his character arc. Um, so, so, hold on. So, I 
might have to go soon. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay, I forgot you were in a different time zone than me. So I was looking at, like, my my phone, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you still have, like, an hour and a half. Okay, cool. Oh, because it's yeah, like, yeah. Because it's, like, six on my phone, uh, but for you, it's seven. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm gonna, I wanted to, because uh, Felicia and I are hanging out, and I'm supposed to pick her up. And she was like, yeah, I was planning on heading out at, like, 7.45, and I'm like, hmm, I should probably head out at, like, 7.30. So, I, we might have to take a break, because I still need to, like, get dressed and shit, because I'm yeah. not wearing pants. Um, do you think you're at a good stopping point? You should, like, write down, or, like, circle where you're at, or, like, the next yeah, point. Yeah, for sure. I can definitely, like, yeah, press pause here, and we can continue this, like, later. Um, yeah. Also, this episode's going on for, do you think we can, do you think, okay, uh, I'm gonna ask you and also the listeners this, should episodes be, because I was really looking at my notes for this episode being like, this won't be another two hour episode, and the way I'm looking at, uh, the current, uh, recording feed, it definitely looks like it's gonna be another two hour episode, or three maybe, if we keep at it, uh, at the rate we're going. So here's the thing, should we do episodes, like, really fucking long? Or should we, like, part these, like a, like a two-parter type situation? I'm going to be completely honest. I don't want to edit it into different parts, so... Fair. We could do breaks, though, because I, I mean, like, no, I mean, like, episode two is, like, half of Land Before Time 2, and episode three is half of Land Before Time 3, or half of Land Before Time 2. Yeah, I know. So it's, like, uh, I... so it's, like different episodes with like their own different energies and vibes and whatever uh on but like they are different episodes but they're about the same subject i feel like it'd be better to just keep it all in one if it's like okay, super yeah. duper long then like fucking whatever we don't have anybody that fucking listens to this <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> but, we might, to this shit. but we might someday and we have one listener Soon to be two, because I'm going to probably promote myself in that Discord stream that I, uh, Discord server that I'm in. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think it would just make more sense if we just had them be one. Yeah, so big old I'm, I'm just going to pause the ver- Hey, hey, hey everyone, <laughs> welcome back. It's another exciting rendition of Leo, no, Jesse- does a plot synopsis of what the Land fuck? Before time two. Look, it's a I have never done a plot synopsis, especially not of Land Before Time Two. Look, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I mean, I am not as tired as you, obviously, because I woke up like 20 minutes ago. But, mm-hmm. but I know you got up early, but I feel that regardless, my bones aren't awakened yet. Regardless, with the with the. The show must go on. We have to keep the energy alive. We have to we have to keep going. I sure do have coffee. I have a vanilla Coke, uh, which is not as good as a, a Pepsi, I feel. Or as good as most sodas. I don't really like Coke, but it was the only soda that had caffeine. Um, you're, you're showing your allegiance the, to the Pepsi gang. Yeah, even... I mean, come on, we all know that Pepsi says uh, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it sure does. And so does Kendall Jenner. <laughs> Great. Yeah, good for her. <laughs> <coughs> oh. oh, good lord, I'm dying. Oh, what music did you use for this, by the way? We could cut this. So here's but... the thing. I... Just the same thing. I didn't. 
Just no music. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Uh, since it's like the first. We can episode. work on it later. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we we'll figure it, it out. Yeah, lots of podcasts don't have uh music in the first couple ups. Um. So. We left off. Uh, Ozzy and Strut stole Ducky's uh baby brother or sister, or non-binary sibling. We don't know. Um. It's gonna die regardless. <laughs> Not to be morbid, but they're definitely gonna eat that sucker. <laughs> so they, they, they start chase. Uh, so the, the crew, I guess they're never given like a a, a team name. Dino Squad. No god, <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, it's real bad. The Dino Squad starts chasing <laughs> after. <laughs> Ozzy Immediately and uses it. <laughs> yeah, and um, they start like chasing them up the side of a mountain. It's not the mountain that Ozzy and Strut were previously on, and it's not the mountain that Littlefoot, the Dino Squad were previously on. It's another mountain. There's so many mountains. Um, and so they're all running up the the side of this mountain, and there's a bit where uh, uh, Ozzy's like, how big are they? And Strut looks around, and he sees, like, like massive shadows approaching, because, like, the, the light's reflecting off of them in a certain way, so their shadows just look much bigger. And he goes, oh, they're big. Real big. And here's uh, the thing. I remember that. This happens three times in the movie. <laughs> three times where, um, particularly Ozzy and Strut see a shadow, and they assume that the thing creating the shadow is bigger than it actually is. Yeah. This happens frequently in this movie. Um, they go into a cave, and there's this sort of Scooby-Doo bit where, uh, you know in, like, a Scooby-Doo cartoon where they're all, like, running through different doors in the hallway, and, like, they're coming out of, like, different doors, and it's like, how'd they get into that door, you know? And they're like, Shaggy runs out this door, and then he runs out the other door being, ch- like, chasing the monster, and then, like, the monster's, like, carrying them through the other door, like, that whole yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. There's I shot uh I shot a, a scene like that when I was doing I told you about like the Swede oh, yeah. that I did for Jumanji for my beginning film class. Yeah, it was like similar to that, but at one point I was in like somebody's like gorilla suit that they brought in. I was like riding on the back of the guy playing uh Robin Williams. He was just like giving me a piggyback ride and we were running through like the offices where like the teachers had their like That's it was so like funny. the hallway it was like the hallway where all of the professors had their offices and yeah. I'm like, we are just like wreaking havoc, okay. <laughs> That's really funny. It was a very fun scene to shoot. I had a good time. Yeah. Um uh, so there's a there's a landslide of rocks. Um and the egg is like caught in the landslide. And is roll is safely rolled back directly into Ducky's nest. It's a Christmas miracle. Yeah, it's very <laughs> like sixty-five million years before Christ was born. Mm-hmm. <laughs> before the first Christmas, um. So they all wake up in the mysterious beyond, uh, underneath like rubble of the the you know land uh what was it what's the term for like when what's the term i just used for when rocks fall landslide landslide that's it yeah yeah um and 
Petrie's like, ow, I heard everywhere, uh, and he, like, like <laughs> leans over on, like, some rocks, and the rocks shift, and, like, Sarah rises up out of it, and she, like, like has... Like the Kraken. Yeah, and she has, like, a sort of a grumpy expression on her face, because she's in, like, you know, pain, because a bunch of rock... An entire mountain fell on her. Um, yeah, and what a badass. Yeah. I remember really liking Sarah when I was a kid. She was, like tough and cool sarah was one of my first but, crushes honestly but that's fun <laughs> we were talking about like P- you you had a crush on petrie i definitely had a crush on sarah when i was a kid cool okay it was her so it was and me being a freak no it was her and cassie um from dragon tales were my big crushes when i was like four so, Oh yeah i remember you mentioned uh cassie from dragon yeah tales. so i've always been like a gay scaly <laughs> like, oh, no. my entire life apparently but so Petrie says, oh, like he's surprised, and he sees Sarah, and he goes, good Sarah. And it, it, I'm not sure what I that remember line, that. I remember that. I remember really it weird. being, like, I thought it was kind of cute, because he was, like, he recognized that, like, she, like, not saved him, but, like, I don't know. I don't think it was, like, that creepy. It's not creepy. It's sort of, like... It, he's not saying like good comma Sarah. He's saying good Sarah, like like he would say like a like good puppy almost. I don't know. I think that's kind of like some shit know, that you and just, I would do. Yeah, but I don't know. I just thought it was like a weird sort of delivery. Uh, I guess yeah. Maybe like in the context of the scene, I'd be like, just hey, what the fuck? It just but didn't make a whole I remember lot of sense. that. It wasn't I remember like, that like thing and being like, oh yeah, that's. It didn't strike me as being weird when I saw it. Basically. Yeah. I, I just don't fully understand, like, what that line is, like, supposed to mean. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but either way, uh, Spike, uh, starts, like, licking Ducky and whatever, and they put a lot of detail on the Spike's tongue. And, like, oh, all the, hate that. the bumps and, like, uh, taste buds and whatever. <gasps> yeah, it's kind of nasty. Bad. Um, uh... And, of course, uh, they see, like, a really big egg, and they mistake it for uh, the one from Ducky's nest that was stolen. And and they're like, how are we going to... This egg is so big and heavy, how are we going to get it back to the Great Valley? And Littlefoot says, oh, I know. Uh, we'll make a carrying nest out of leaves and stuff. And instead of using leaves and stuff, it's just sticks. <laughs> like he oh, said, good. He says leaves and stuff, and then we cut to them making the carrying nest and it's just sticks it's just a bunch of sticks holding up an egg and they're walking up the side of a mountain <laughs> oh i remember that the sticks were like really precarious and like really shitty yeah I was like, these kids are dumb as fuck petrie's basically holding it together i forgot to mention this earlier but there's a lot of petrie being enormously exhausted throughout the movie yeah he's like like he's just constantly like <gasps> Like, he's doing all the heavy lifting, but he's not. <laughs> he's I usually being carried around places on, like, people's backs, and he's always just like, I think it's because Ugh. he's small. Like, the joke is that he's so small that, like, anything is exhausting. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's just a lazy piece of shit. Yeah, that's what I gleaned from it. There's also, <laughs> there's also a lot of him, uh, them being like, how are we gonna get across? And he'll be like, oh, I know, I'll just fly. And everyone's like, yeah, Cool. Cool, we can't. idiot. <laughs> How do we get across, you asshole? That's so funny. <laughs> Petrie says, fuck all of you. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Um, <laughs> P3 says, fuck long neck lives. Oh, no. <laughs> now he's racist against other Yeah, now, now P3's racist. Dinosaur <laughs> So they decide to take uh, care of the egg and then raise it after it hatches uh, because they realize this isn't uh, Ducky's sibling or whatever. So they form a polycule uh, to... <laughs> to be yeah they sure do <laughs> yeah um and uh and of course it hatches and it's a sharp tooth and they name him chomper and he's he's so cute he's adorable. he's very cute he's very cute and this is chomper has always been like fantastic yeah he's adorable this is the third character in the movie to be voiced by rob paulson by the way <laughs> oh fuck like he just makes like the noises yeah and whatever baby dinosaur noises yeah the little baby dinosaur chirps um he's adorable (laughs) i wrote down the little foot's trans (laughs) what (laughs) because he tells chomper you think i'm your mama uh, papa like he he stumbles a bit and so i'm like he's a trans boy (laughs) no he had to think about it I know. Canon. <laughs> These dinosaurs are trans. I mean, like the one guy had his like weird, his weird like fan fiction where like he, uh, a strut got like baptized and saved by his girlfriend or whatever. Oh yeah, that was fucking wild. <laughs> um. So, uh, the. The other kids come back uh, when Chomper and Littlefoot are gone, and they think that Chomper ate Littlefoot. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, which is really funny to me because he's so small. <laughs> um, so there's we get another shadow fake out because Ozzy and Strut corner the kids, the Dino Squad, on like the edge of a cliff, like asking where the egg went and whatever. Um, and then Chomper shows up to save the day, and Ozzy and Strut just kind of, like, see the sharp tooth, like, shadow, and they're like, oh, fuck, and they, like, just jump off the cliff, not even thinking, so they oh just my God. plummet to their deaths. <laughs> um, and we get the third song, um, which is, uh, You're One of Us Now, which is definitely, I think, the worst song in the movie. I think I remember this one. I don't remember it being particularly bad, but I do remember it. It's it's definitely like um This is a okay, first of all, we have another example of Petrie forgetting that most people can't fly because he's he's telling Chomper like, "Hey, I'll I'll help raise you and then I can teach you to fly and whatever." It's like fucking what? You can't just teach <laughs> You could just teach a baby like, without wings to fly. That's not like, a thing. Like, in what... What is Petrie looking at when he's looking at all of his friends? Because, like, he has to know that the I reason think he, he just, can... I think he just thinks he's looking at a bunch of mirrors. Like, he just sees... <laughs> like, he just sees them all standing around, and they're all just also flyers. He's got a very, uh, flyer-centric view of the world. Yeah, God. <laughs> Petrie says I can't <laughs> Petrie can't see colors <laughs> <laughs> Oh no 
Petrie is not racist towards other dinosaur ethnicities. <laughs> me no Petri sea cover. can't be. <laughs> me no sea cover. Me, <laughs> me hate everyone equally. <laughs> me part of anti-social social club. God. I saw someone in class yesterday who was wearing an anti-social social club uh, t-shirt, and I was like, oh, you're cool at parties. Wow, you're real neat. <laughs> I can't believe somebody as cool as you exists in the world. Yeah. But yeah, so we have... Um, the problem with the song, ultimately, is that these kids can only sort of sing. Yeah. And they definitely can't sing in unison. Like, they're not quite in tune with each other. So just kind of, they're all fighting for, like, the right intonation. So nothing just doesn't sound quite right yeah i like don't doubt that at all like it's it's almost it's almost fine but when in music if it's almost fine it still sounds like hot garbage yeah (laughs) it's something that like my band director would tell us like every time like if one person is playing out of note you can tell (laughs) and like yeah it shows um sarah (laughs) You can tell that Sarah's the boss bitch of the Dino Squad because she doesn't bother rhyming during her verse. Oh my god. None of her lyrics rhyme. Like, she rhymes three horn with strong and nah. And then, and then I think uh, the final line is now. So she rhymes three horn, strong, and now. Sarah just like does not give a shit. She's no, like, she I'll sing, bother. I'll sing, but yeah, just so you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so Sarah and Littlefoot have like a squabble over whether or not they can raise Chomper, and they have sort of a a like a a very watered down version of their fight from the first movie. Like you remember the first movie when they're like in the mud. And, like, Sarah's like, your mom was an idiot, and she's dead because she's an idiot or whatever. And they just, like... What the fuck? Yeah, like, Sarah's an asshole in the first movie. And he, they just, like, headbutt each other into, like, rocks and shit. They're, like, slipping in mud and, like, just getting, like, real up in each other's face. And, like, just really, like, hitting each other and being, like, really rough and harsh. Uh, this is way watered down. It's, like, they're... it's It's the equivalent of, like shoving someone and they shove you back and then you shove them and they shove you back <laughs> and then i shove you and yeah. then you <laughs> shove me <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah shove, no, shove. No. um <laughs> and so they, they they all basically decide that they 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 don't like chomper anymore but then littlefoot's like wait no i still like chomper <laughs> and but at that point no, wait 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 left. wait wait no i i like chomper what <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> um, and then uh, we cut back to where the landslide was, and two big adult sharp teeth enter the Great Valley. I remember them. Yeah. It's interesting, uh, the models they use for the sharp teeth in this movie, because it's the same models that they use for every sharp tooth in every movie, like, from yep. now on. Um, again, going back to like what I said about, like, movie five having like better direction they that's when they start introducing like different kinds of sharp teeth and whatever like different colors and stuff or just different like... colors and like different like just a different like 
the two sharp teeth in this movie are very clearly like it's the same model just colored differently like yeah, one's I think I like a, one was one's like a green what's like a lime green and one's like a dark green like a really I dark thought, green that's like almost black i thought i remember one of them being purple but chomper was purple chomper was purple yeah um spoilers it's baby later, that's so cute yeah uh, spoilers it's later revealed that chomper is the the sharp teeth's uh child and that's oh, yeah. why they're that's why they're in the valley looking for him um I always thought it was, like, kind of cute. They were, like... It's very cute. They're not there to cause trouble or, like, eat anyone. They're just trying to find their kid. It's really yeah. sweet. I, like, get that. Yeah, They're sure. They're, like, the best, uh... <laughs> we'll get to it when we eventually talk about movie five, but, like, they are probably one of my favorite characters in the series, even though they have technically no lines. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they just kind of go, like, and then there's, like, subtitles. It's really funny. We'll get to that someday. But, yeah, that's one of my favorite bits in the movie. There's almost a, there's almost a gay allegory in movie five. I don't oh, know. I remember that. They were, like, yeah, I don't oh, know. something's not quite right with our boy or whatever. <laughs> I worry about him sometimes because he's, like, gathering <laughs> fruits and veggies and whatever. And they're like, oh, oh my no. god. <laughs> he raised a twink. <laughs> oh shit, our son's vegan. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and so we cut back to the cliff, and somehow Ozzy and Strut aren't dead. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> they're just like holding on to the edge of the cliff, and they climb up, and Ozzy says, Next time we look before we leap. You should do that and it's anyway, like, yeah. you dumb fucking idiot. Duh. Like, hey, maybe don't jump off a cliff when you see some dinosaurs coming or whatever. Just find a rock to hide behind. Yeah, or jump, but, like, carefully. <laughs> yeah, or, I don't know. Or just, like, push the kids in front of you. Like, you're you're not above that. <laughs> yeah, like, you guys are bad guys. You eat babies. Like, <laughs> yeah. fucking whatever. Um, so, okay. uh... Chomper starts to climb up a volcano, and <laughs> as you do, and Ducky worries that he could fall into the gurgling pit. <laughs> because again, we can't possibly say the word volcano in this movie. We have to say gurgling pit. There's so many better like bullshit ways of describing a volcano, yeah. <laughs> like like fire mountain or something cool you like think, that. Yeah, I not think they... gurgling pit. That's I... so funny. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird. Um, uh, they eventually like the the volcano erupts, um, and starts like the lava starts to flow down, and Ducky like falls, and like, um, and like looks up and sees that the lava's coming towards her, and she just screams and stays mm-hmm. still as the lava comes to her for like a good couple of seconds. Like, <laughs> hey, maybe move so you don't. Boil alive. Hey, Ducky, move. <laughs> hey, Ducky, more like dumbass. E. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, so the lava is um rushing towards them on one end, and Ozzy and Strider at the other end. Uh, and they're like, "What do we do? What do we do?" And there's like a cliff um to like their uh to like the left of them, and they like knock over this like rotting tree um and like use it to like cross 
uh, across the cliff to like the other side um and the lava like can't decide like how close to the tree it wants to be because like in one shot it'll be like right up on it and then like the next shot we see it it's like oh here i come so it, like keeps like backing up uh to to give them more space to work with uh ozzy and strut again fall to their deaths in the canyon uh full of lava spoilers they come back yeah <laughs> presumably to their deaths but you know don't know how but <laughs> um and then the sharp teeth show up and <laughs> the grandfoots hear um like the sharp teeth like roaring and whatever the grand uh, feet yeah <laughs> oh yeah the grand <laughs> feet you're right you're right um <laughs> they like hear the uh <laughs> They hear, like, the roaring of the sharp teeth and whatever, and they're like, we have to warn the others. And they, like, start to walk off to, like, warn the others. But, like, there's no, there, there's no, uh, they don't move with purpose. Like, they're, <laughs> they're moving very slowly. Like, <laughs> you know that joke in, like, some movies where, like, the really old person is like, we have to go warn them. And, like, he goes off and he's, like, moving just, with, like, like really a walker slowly. and he's yeah. just like, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a joke in Kronk's New Groove. Where, like, uh, the old man who's Kronk's buddy is like, I have to go help him! And he just, like, starts hobbling really slowly or whatever. I think it's in Despicable Me. It's like that, but played straight. It's really weird <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> They're like, nope, this certainly isn't a joke. No, it's totally serious. Like, Are you sure? <clears throat> Are you sure it's not a joke? Yeah. There's, um... <clears throat> there, there's a bit where they, uh... They, they're just fighting off the sharp teeth, and the sharp teeth just leave like they, <laughs> they don't they're even like, yeah fuck it <laughs> yeah they're like you know what whatever this isn't worth the trouble <laughs> i'm out of here and they just leave and <clears throat> excuse me my throat is very uh not clear let me get a, a drink of my coca-cola vanilla <sighs> is coke Del- paying you delicious to say that? delicious and refreshing do you have a gun on you? Are you okay? Only 150 from vending machines across America. I don't like or, this. Or 189 in uh, regular stores for Jesse, some you're reason. you're scaring me. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. For some reason, it's way more expensive to get it from a store than at a vending machine. And it's way cheaper to get it from Dollar Tree. I don't know why capitalism is like this. Anyway, so the the grown-ups decided they're gonna like they're gonna wall up the the great valley back up again they're gonna like rebuild where the landslide happened and uh and someone uh in the crowd asks any ideas and daddy tops responds with his idea we must do it right away ever the helpful one (laughs) yeah racists are stupid like yeah we should know this they don't have a plan he just goes like well we gotta do it we gotta do something um and here's the thing the sharp teeth haven't even left the great valley yet like they're still here (laughs) they're doing it wrong you're walling them in (laughs) with you oh my god trapping them inside the call is coming from inside the house grand feet what are you doing? <laughs> Daddy feet. Yeah. Um, 
And then it's, of course, at this point, it's revealed that the Sharp Teeth are Chomper's parents. And they, uh, they go off with him. And it's, it's a very sweet little reunion. Um, Strut, uh, Ozzy and Strut show up and they grab Littlefoot. Um, and Strut goes, can, Ozzy, can we throw him off the Great Wall? Can we please? And Ozzy says, why? Yes. <laughs> Like a really sinister, like Jeff Bennett is just chewing the scenery. Oh so yeah, much. I I feel like I feel like this dude just had like a great time recording for this. Oh, character. fantastic! Yeah, I I feel like probably better a time than than recording for Petrie because oh, that's yeah. just a lot of screaming and <laughs> yeah. But like him just be like this way over the top just like hammy villain dinosaur that eats babies like if if dinosaurs had hair um like he would just be twirling his mustache like his little spindly spindly mustache like (laughs) it surprises me that ozzy or yeah strut was like let's kill him yeah it's weird let's fucking destroy the life of this tiny baby dinosaur yeah the vegan is the one that's like hey let's commit murder (laughs) he's got his priorities all wrong yeah oh my god um He's like, eggs? No, thank you. Killing children? Oh, absolutely. Yes, please. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) There's a stand-up bit. I forget who it is. Um, uh, He's talking about, like, uh, gay villains in, uh, in, like, movies and whatever. And he he, he talks about, like, how, um, like, it's always, like, a Vincent Price uh, character from, like, the 60s or whatever. And he always has, like, a, a... a thin mustache so that you know that something's a foul yeah (laughs) the way he says it is so funny something's Um, a foul oh my god yeah (laughs) it's a funny bit uh you should look it up gay villains it's really funny um so there's another the, the the third shadow fake out where Chomper again sneaks the up on Ozzy and Strut. One. Yeah, Ozzy uh, Chomper sneaks up on Ozzy and Strut, and they see the shadow again. And Strut's like <laughs> sharp, and and Ozzy's like, "Oh come on, man, look!" <laughs> they just the camera just pans over, and there's Chomper like just hanging out. Oh, they they finally figured it out. I'm so proud. Yeah, <laughs> it's really it's really good. Where he's like. Oh, come on. He literally says, you're not falling for this shadow bit again, are you? <laughs> it's really funny. Sounds like, the like writers was, are... They were, they, were, they were like, they want him to say shit, but they're not going to let him say shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the writers just really, like... They develop self-aware, like, sentience for, like, a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then... The sharp teeth show up, and they chase Ozzy and Strut into the mysterious beyond, presumably to eat them. But maybe they don't, and Oz and Strut meets up with like a hot lady named Ruth, uh, who he would later go on to be called Ruthie, and they would go off and have a kid in the Great Valley, and their kids would join Littlefoot's crew, the Dino Squad, and Strut fucks. Yeah, Littlefoot says goodbye to Chomper, and then. It, it's a, it's like a nice little tearful goodbye, and Chopper, you know, runs off into the sunset. You know, um, uh, 
what's it Poo uh not pookie um uh, poochie returns to his home planet um basically <laughs> um and out of nowhere all the other rest of the dinos watch open is like bye chomper like they just <laughs> like where were they before this why didn't they get like a nice little goodbye because like, they're not the main characters <laughs> i guess yeah you know what yeah they're barely in this they barely do anything really that's funny yeah now that i'm thinking about it like um yeah they don't really sarah i think gets a lot more play in the next one um but we'll get to that another day um <laughs> so they wall off the great valley and littlefoot turns to the camera oh god it breaks the fourth wall this is the i think the only time this has happened in the series it's very strange um and he says there now the sharp teeth won't ever come back except they always come back the sharp teeth always find a way into the great valley that happens in almost every movie oh yeah um <laughs> and uh the peaceful valley is uh is, it gets an extended reprise over the end credits which introduces a bunch of eggs hatching to reveal a bunch of new siblings for sarah petrie ducky and spike cool cool um even though we never see these characters again like these, yeah these babies and whatever never show up never mentioned it's like uh it's like these parents like fuck constantly i feel like i feel like this is a thing that happens in like almost all land before time movies like yeah they always have like especially ducky and petrie's parents like they fuck constantly even though we like they have a lot of kids even though we never see petrie's dad ducky's mom is a milf we never see ducky's dad either Ducky and Petrie's moms are lesbians. <laughs> They're in lesbians with each other, Leo. I cracked the code. Um, so Milf writes. <laughs> uh, the end credits, uh, we see that uh, the key animator for the movie is Thomas Decker. His last name is spelled D-E-C-K-E-R, um, which I thought was interesting because Thomas Decker, D-E-K-K-R-E-R, uh, would take over for voice acting Littlefoot starting in movie six. Oh, so yeah, okay. So, like, they both have the same name almost, but, like, one letter off. I thought that was interesting. Um, this movie's Crack fine. Crack the code, my friend. Yeah. This movie's fine. Uh, it's it's not bad. I remember liking it, like, a lot it's when cute. I was a it's kid. It's very cute. It's harmless. It, its biggest crime is it's not as good as the original, and it's, like, very babied down yeah in comparison to the first but that's like that's most movies ultimately yeah and especially like directed like dvd sequels like it's interesting that five old ghost west is held in such a high regard is it people really like five old ghost west like that's the one that like when people talk about an american tale when people talk about american tale that's the first thing they talk about is like oh yeah i love five old ghost west like they think that's the that's the one, um, but like little, Land Before Time two is the one that everyone is like, this is the worst movie ever, or whatever. I think and I remember like, liking that one better than the original one because as a kid I didn't like the the first movie because it was so sad. Like yeah, same here. But I like, was literally like four years old and it was like really depressing. I'm like I don't want to fucking yeah. see this. It's so depressing. There's like a 
like an entire like I don't know ten minutes of the movie where it's just Littlefoot sulking before he meets Ducky. Yeah. And the bit where he like talks to like the old man and whatever and like, and, uh, he's like, it's not fair that she had to die and whatever. It's her fault. And he's like, oh. And, like, the, the old man just understands. It's, like, a really touching scene. Yeah. Fuck, I love that movie. I saw it last oh, year. Oh, God, I, it's so good. I still remember not liking it as much as I, like, feel like I should, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's, I, I think it, it's, it's a heavy watch. Like, it's, it's it is. hard. It's, like, really depressing, and but it has such a beautiful ending. It's really pretty. Like the it's the movie really pretty. is like absolutely gorgeous and like yeah. sure I can I can and the oh, oh my god the score in that movie. It's one of my favorite movie scores ever. Land Before Time. James Horner's um especially the bit where the piece where they find the Great Valley for the first time and like the score like rises and builds and it's so triumphant yeah. and happy. I sob whenever I hear it. It's like fucking gorgeous and like so happy. And uplifting, especially after like such a sad, such a slog, right? Oh, you saw American Tale uh, like a few months ago too, right? Yes. Was it good? I I've seen it in a very long time. I forgot what you thought. I was real high when I watched it. That's fair. I like honestly forgot that I watched it recently. That's fair. I remember it being fine i didn't Mm -hmm. like that one as a kid very much either and i remember watching it again and like i remember enjoying the heavier stuff like when they have to change their name and shit to like americanize it like real ass shit like that i was really taken with and i thought it was like a really cool part of the movie because it's so like real and like an experience that so many like immigrants went through and continue to go through like to this very day yeah but, but then most the fucking... most of the movie is hanging out with the dom de louise cat yes that i was like so unimpressed with the entire movie because the tonal shifts were just so like abrupt yeah yeah and like it wasn't even like of course with movies that are downers it's good to have some light parts or whatever mm-hmm. it was just like night and day it was i don't know it did not yeah. flow very well Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I never... I think I saw an American Tale once when I was a little kid, and I think I saw maybe, like, the tail end... Tail end. <laughs> of, of, of Five Old Goes West on, like, Cartoon Network once. Um, but I remember seeing advertisements for the other like the other two movies, like uh, Mystery of the Night Monster and Treasure of Manhattan Island, uh, like, attached to Land Before Time VHSs when I was a kid. And, like... Oh, and also the songs from those movies are going to be included on the Land Before Time sing-along cassettes. And it's like, oh, good. <laughs> oh, fucking fantastic. Oh, yippee. <laughs> I'm so glad. Oh, Leah, do you think I should... Hmm, should I <laughs> Should I do a deep dive episode on the Land Before Time sing-along videos? No. <laughs> no, that's like too much. They have like added... Uh, they have like added bits where it's just like footage of animals and dinosaurs and whatever and like just little kids talking over it like dinosaurs were really big and sometimes they didn't get along and then they have a song from like the one of the movies where it's like i don't get along with you bum, bum, or whatever <laughs> like just tenuously oh, yeah. connected to what oh, the yeah. little kids my, just talked about my favorite land before time song the i don't get along with you song <laughs> 
<laughs> a timeless classic for the ages. That is in one of the movies, though. It's like it's not like that, but it is. It is basically an "I don't get along with you" song. There, there's a lot of those in the Land Before Time movies. You know what? Yeah, and some. You know what? They're kind of the best ones. <laughs> yeah. From memory, um. You know what? I was thinking. I it like just popped into my head. One of the songs that I remember from um. Uh, one of the Land Before Time sequels. I think it might have been the Great Valley Adventure. I don't remember. I remember the tune. I don't remember a whole lot of the words. There was just this one line that always bothered me as a kid and still does. It's like, they're like singing and they're like, yeah, the valley's cool or whatever. It makes yeah, me it's from it's, two. Is, th- there's one line that, where Littlefoot sings, what's up today? Yeah. And it's just so clunky and weird sounding. I'm like, what the fuck does that mm. mean? That always bothered yeah. me. I was like, you don't say that to somebody. You just say, what's up? Or, like, what yeah. are you doing today? But they need to have a, a rhyme with the word play. Uh, so. <laughs> you know, like, they were so worried about know. rhyming when it came to uh, Sarah's Sarah singing. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, roaches. <laughs> Strong and three horn and, uh... <laughs> what's the last one? I think it was now. I, think it was I thought it was, like, sun or something. I don't know. It's something that, like, absolutely does not rhyme with strong horn, three horn. <laughs> you know, because those two rhyme together so well. <laughs> but, like, you know, you can make, like, a slant rhyme or, like, pronounce it in a certain way. Like, um, like, I don't know, there's songs, like, uh, by lots of, like, artists, particularly rappers that, like, use slant rhymes and, like, uh, they, like, very actively, like, try and, like, pronounce words in weird ways. Like, um... Yeah. I think there's a a song on the uh, Spider-Verse soundtrack uh, by Lil Wayne, and one of the lyrics is, I ain't never scared, I don't know if that's a word, and I thought that was very clever. I like it, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's really fun. (laughs) It gets the point across, it serves a purpose. Do you want to close out the show? Yeah, sure, I figured we were about done. Yeah, oh, also, I give the Land Before Time 2, 3 out of 5 Eggs. (laughs) Eggs. <laughs> eggs. Not a full nest. Ozzy and Strut got some of the eggs. They ate them. They gobbled them up. Oh no. Those they, babies will never be born. They gobbled them up for appetizers. Ecstasy. <laughs> oh fuck, I hate that. <laughs> I nut when I eat eggs. <laughs> you got to smell them, feel them. Oh! <gasps> Crack them open! <laughs> oh, I love this. I love our friendship. What an excellent song. What an excellent friendship we have. That is also kind of an I don't get along with you song, but it's like a... Kind of, yeah. yeah you know it's, what? And it's, a, it's a fucking bop. You know what? Yeah, kind of almost every movie, at least for the first three sequels, have an I don't get along with you song, and it's always like the, the villain's song. I need you like a hole in the head. And I need you like <laughs> a bug in the bed. <laughs> I remember that one being, like, real fun. I like that one Who a lot as a kid. Who needs you, not me? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that another day. The person who wrote that song and all the songs for movie four is an Oscar-winning composer and songwriter. Like, je- no shit. This person... This person wrote Pure Imagination for Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. 
It's fucking wild. Did he win a fucking Oscar for that song? No. <laughs> that she, is she, a crime. She did like a John Williams uh, song for like a, I forget, oh, it was the love theme from, uh, it was the love theme from Superman the movie. Uh, I thought you were going to say Elephant Love Medley from Moulin Rouge and I was about to go hog fucking wild. I love God, that song. so funny. I love that song. It's very pretty. I think Tyler liked that song too, which is funny. So thank you for joining us today again on Best Boys Deep Dive. Um, I have a yes. topic that you have like a ton in the can, right? Like, I have so many in the can. You have so many. I have not been uh, good about. You've been busy lately, so I really I'll, have. I'll give you a pass for that. I like. I like started a second job, and like I've been. My summer class has picked up just, like, a whole bunch. I've had an essay due, like, every fucking day. Like, I have not been able to uh, start a an episode. But I do have one that I want to talk about for Pride Month. I want to talk about the Hays Codes, particularly the way that, um, like, gay and, like, gender nonconforming people were, like, portrayed on screen and how those affect tropes now. I wanted mm-hmm. to do, like, kind of a, uh, not a, not like a, What's the word? I don't know. I just want to, like, talk about that. I think that'd be really, really interesting. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Um, hmm. Do you want to do that, like, next week? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know what all I'll have going on. I definitely want to do it before the end of June, but... Yeah, for sure. Um, I have so many in the can that we can pull for next week. Um, how about... This is an easy one, I think. Oh, you know, since I actually, um, I can do this one pretty relatively soonish. Uh, how about next week? I can do the Emperor's New Groove if you want. Okay, yeah, that'd be cool. If you're, if you're not free to uh, to do that, uh, to do like the the haze code thing. Yeah, I, I'll definitely need to do like a decent amount of research because, like, especially mm-hmm. with anything LGBT related. It's hard to find like actual sources that haven't yeah. been buried and repressed. So I'll have to dig through like more contemporary analyzations and analysis that's the word of um that the kind an- of thing the annals of society the annals of society mm-hmm. the tookus the, the tushy yep. um there's a fucking fly in here again i think it's the same one from the beginning of the episode oh no bastard more bastardous than ever He's back in bastard, more bastards than ever. Oh, he's I don't like that. he's bigger. He's more bastardous. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's too much for Mister Incredible. Oh no, he's bastardous. <laughs> Syndrome was really funny. Oh, I fucking love Syndrome. He's such a good villain. Yeah, he was real fun. God, he's so good. I fucking love the Incredibles, man. I never saw the sequel, but the first it's one fine. was very good. It's yeah, the, the the second one's pretty good. I think it gets like a bad rap because it's like not the first was, one. There was so much expectation and whatever, but like it's it's pretty good. Like it's it, good. Yeah, I I like it a lot. Um, I also think it gets a little bit of a bad rap because uh, Mister Incredible's a stay-at-home dad. This is just kowtowing to feminism and blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. Because people are stupid. Mm-hmm. 
Women uh, exist. That sucks. Yeah. Fucking what? <laughs> I can't Get believe that it. Get shit out of here. Um. So, thank you for joining us on today's episode of Best Boys Deep Dive. Uh, if you've liked what you heard, please yeah, feel free to subscribe to the Media Cage YouTube channel. Uh, you can find us uh, on. You can find me on Twitter specifically and on Instagram at GrinchFat. I changed my uh, my ads on my ad on inst on uh, not on Instagram on Twitter. I'm still at Grinch underscore Fat, both on Instagram and Twitter. So cool. you can find me. So I have brand synergy now. Yeah, I was about to say brand synergy. <laughs> but it's not very good brand synergy. <laughs> Grinch fat. Because it's, it's Grinch fat. Yeah, it's not a good brand that I've given myself, but you know. Oh my god. my um, I mentioned the concept of being Grinch fat, and we decided that uh, Felicia's cat Charlie is Grinch fat. <laughs> That's funny. She's got like spindly like limbs and like hind legs but she's chonky in the middle <laughs> oh yeah that's a mood love her hmm where have i heard that before hmm what me i'm talking about oh me. okay spindly legs and arms but like chunky middle chonky um so yeah you can find me at grinch fat on instagram and twitter where can they find you nowhere <laughs> oh okay cool Scream anyway, so see you next week. Uh, <laughs> Scream into well. the void. I will hear you. <laughs> no, you can find me on Instagram at guacheboy, G-O-U-A-C-H-E dot boy, or my art account is G dot B-O-Y-D-L-E-S. And mm -hmm. on Twitter, I am also guash underscore boy. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Is that everything? I think that's everything. I believe so. Um, cool. Later. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> have a nice one. And, uh, hey, if you're hungry, have some eggs. <laughs> Great. You really drove that one home. Thank you. I'm glad. I, I had to think it up on the fly. Eggs. Um, also, uh, if you have any suggestions for uh, a movie or show or uh, whatever for us to talk about, uh, feel free to comment or shoot us some whatever all right so thanks everyone for listening have a lovely day and remember that littlefoot's trans goodbye <laughs> don't be racist towards different dinosaur ethnicities yeah don't be don't be a dinosaur racist no one wants you no don't one will have you no one don't. will have you or your dad in the dino squad if you're like a fucking shitty racist don't be a daddy tops because he fucking sucks. <laughs> just like consistently, he just yeah, sucks so bad. Nah, nah, he definitely bottoms. Anyway, have a good one, y'all. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I Low thought it was funny. Hanging fruit is the sweetest of fruit. <laughs> <laughs> uh.